0: Hey, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. I'm your host, Jim Cochram and today is part two of a two-part episode. So if you haven't heard part one yet, skip back and listen to the first half of the interview with Paul Soche. He's one of the great leaders in our community who's contributed a great deal of content and leadership over the years go back and listen to part one, you'll hear his story of how the basic skills that he has learned from our community, being a proven Amazon course student, going through our coaching program as a student, pouring those skills into his business made him extremely valuable in the real world and how his business was eventually bought. And he was hired on with a beautiful job offer at a very high level of leadership in a company that saw the value of what he brought to the table. And so he's gone through a lot in his story, a lot of challenges, a lot of difficult times. He even talks about some substance abuse that he had to fight his way out of to save his marriage and become the man that he knew he could be and to become the business leader that he wanted to be. That's all part of his story. It's compelling. I think you're going to learn a lot from it. But today's part two. So if you already heard part one, you knew some of that already. Today is the second half of the story, and I really enjoy hearing him break down just how valuable those skills were and the offer that he was made and what that has led to for him and his family. He's doing extremely well, not just financially, but emotionally, spiritually, relationally, all the important areas of life and business and e-commerce and this community has played a big role in making those things happen. So it was a true honor for me to hang out with him. I hope you enjoy part two of this interview with Paul Soche. Let's go.
1: Let me jump into to the acquisition. So yeah,
0: the, the, I'm running that's these companies. Great part of your story.
1: Yeah. So I never went down the path of the the traditional private label, build a brand, get it to seven figures and cash in. You know, right. those days have changed all, dramatically.
0: Yeah. It's you not know, as easy as it was uh, there other, for a while. It was companies. never easy. And, no, it's and never not really easy, a model we push either. You know, we've had a handful of people do that, but that's not a model, bit of model that we really pushed.
1: I guess when. When I think about sellable assets, you know, you can build this cash cow, but it, is it a sellable cash cow? Is the yeah. question. You ever want to sell it? And so that was something for me. I've really wrestled with was like, if I ever did want to sell, who would actually buy it? Right. You know, because most people, in my experience, if, if you're going to sell a business, somebody doesn't want to buy a job; they want to buy a company that's going to run on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, there it depends on the buyer. I've, I've a lot of different scenarios. So. I never really thought I was building something that was that sellable. And so, again, I have my my wholesale business. I knew that the prep company could probably be sold because I was pretty far removed from that. So this foods company, this grocery company that I started working with, after about a year of, of talking with them, I did some consulting. I flew to one of their plants. They were having a lot of issues with Amazon Vendor Central, which really I didn't have a lot of experience with. All mine is on the Seller Central side. Mm-hmm. But it's all pretty much the same.
0: Yeah, it's Still, the same concept.
1: It's the same concept, yeah. It's just that Amazon is now the customer. And so you're dealing with things like chargebacks, and you're dealing with you know, shortages and, and traditional brick-and-mortar retail type stuff. And so they had all of these struggles with Amazon. And so I'm pitching them all these different solutions. And they're a big corporation. They're one company of about 70 under the parent company. Okay, so like, there's a lot of other companies going on here. It's not just this one. So they're dealing with all these issues. They got about 600 employees, and I'm coming in as this like vagabond Amazon dude. That's like, let me tell you how to fix these problems. And then they're going to people that you know they would they would talk to me, and then they talk to other people that that had much larger companies than me. So to make a really long story short, somebody said, "Hey, what would it look like if we bought your companies? Like, are you for sale?" Basically like I don't know I kept my cards really close it was like you know, I, I really I don't know what what that would look like and so so we go down this road of acquisition and it was a 6 month emotional roller coaster of just like one mistake after another for people that are currently building their businesses one thing i would say is get your books tight and in order
0: yeah so you, you know, can here's my profit and loss. Here's here's the numbers that you know sli- slide it under anybody's who you trust knows and I care. Here, look the numbers tell the story.
1: Yep. Yeah. And and the more sophisticated the buyer, the more they're gonna pick it up. Yeah. So my buyer was pretty sophisticated. And so, you know, what it ultimately was was a talent acquisition. They wanted me and my experience of seven, eight years of Amazon.
0: And they knew to get you, they'd have to separate you from. Right. So they,
1: they- bought my Amazon seller account, and they bought my prep company and the building and all the things. And so basically I own no companies today as it stands. I got completely debt-free because of this event. And and now I'm working for them. Sold it on a Friday. On Monday I went to work for them. And when I say went to work, I mean I still walk into my bedroom Get on my computer and, and I do course. what I've always done. <laughs> and my, right? Yeah, and I'm sitting at the you know there's about 600 employees and I and I wildly I have a seat at the table with all the other executives. And I'm, it's really funny because for me it's like this out of body experience because I know everybody else there worked their way up. You know, like they all did this traditional route, and I went like a way around, circumvented the whole deal. Sure. And but um, you
0: bring a unique skill set that no one else had and even some of these marketing agencies that they were talking to bring some you know the the big boys in the amazon marketing space bring some pretty traditional solutions that i think of in the trenches retail arbitrage hey you know i've worked with multiple wholesalers i've had to get a little weird with amazon when they get a little weird with me at times you've been through that journey that all the business building warriors who listen to this podcast and are building our businesses there's a skill set there that you just can't pick up in a class even at the the most cutting edge, up to date universities out there teaching Amazon consulting, you know, a Amazon agency model textbook one hundred and one, like the stuff we do is not in there yet. Right. The instincts we no. have,
1: and that's just it. It's knowing me knowing Amazon like the back of my hand. Mm-hmm. I can only do that by being in it all yep. the time. Yep. You know, like there's no other way for me to learn except I can have people tell me their experience and, and go through. But unless I'm doing it, like unless I'm I've made the listings and I've done the things and like I've experienced it. So now I know if I don't know the answer, I know where to get the answer.
0: You know who to call.
1: I know who to call. I've got a community of people. And that's always been a really vital part to what I've done is like, man, I've got this guy I can call That guy can call or, you know, logistics, whatever it is, you know, and and that that never stop learning. Like, like when I
0: reminds me, not to interrupt, but this is such a great story that illustrates what the point you're making right now as to why they hired Paul Sochet instead of hiring one of these agencies that was, you know, this is what they do. Do you know the story of how Jack Welch came in and saved GE? Have you ever heard that story by any chance? GE was going under, crashing hard, one of the biggest companies in American history, right? And they needed a CEO to come in and change, you know, shift things around. And they hired Jack Welch and brought him in. And everyone at the time, the headlines were like, why are you paying this guy tens of millions of dollars? And he's going to sit behind a desk with a telephone. And like, what's he going to do that the last guy couldn't do or that someone else couldn't be promoted into that position? Like, what is it about him? And he was actually asked that at one point after he turned the company around and (laughs) all the people who would had been pessimistic about the decision where like, wow, okay, what just happened? He's turning the ship around. What'd he do? Well, part of his magic was he knew who to call to get things done. He knew the best of the best in the businesses. Like you need a lawyer for this, you know, international contract law. Yeah. I got the best in the business. He's on speed dial, right? Like he knew these people. And that's a lot of the value that you, I've got to imagine you brought is like, These totally overwhelming, confounding, confusing scenarios that was frustrating this company like, well, yeah, I know a guy, that's all he does is fix those things, right? They didn't know how to get a hold of that guy. For them, it was paying some consultant $50,000 to research the issue, you know, like, no, let's just get this guy on the phone. That's the power that we start to bring in this community and these connections we have and the stuff that you just posted in the Facebook group, you know, that's my secret weapon. Right. Like, I just, I posted <laughs> yeah. the the my silent team Facebook group and I get eight ideas in three hours. You guys didn't know about yeah. that. It's like, what are you talking about? Right. So I think that's probably a lot of what it, it, does that ring any bells or make any connections to, in your story? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. You know, so like working, like, for example, working in the business and not on the business, right. We Talk a lot about, it. I remember like, that was a huge thing that I learned from, from the community was, making that time to like, okay, I've got to step out and strategize. I've got to step out and think about where am I going to do it and work on these things to actually grow and scale. And so being able to do that, like that skill has transferred today, you know, and like, what what was his name? Jack?
0: Jack Welch. Yeah.
1: Jack Welch. So like what, what he's done, like they're, they're building blocks for a time where, Man, it just so happens that you need all of these things that you've been building. You need all of these people. You need this community. You need these skills. And I think for me, I never realized since 2015 what I've been building. I never really looked at it as building something. I always looked at it as just going one day at a time through the trenches and just learning and learning and learning. But my brain was taking stock of everything. It was my, my... a uh, Rolodex in the phone was getting bigger and bigger you know that's like well, you go to these the conferences exact word Jack
0: Welch like, used actually he said they hired my Rolodex
1: yeah which is a is a, an old word today, but yeah. it is my <laughs> my <know>. contact
0: list. <laughs> yeah, right. The people that I can private message who will actually respond if you're under the age of yeah. thirty, right? Like that's your your list of people you know, the experiences you've had, and the things that you can draw upon. You know, that's why the this the wisdom and experience that comes with age is so valuable. Like you have just you've got more people you can draw upon if you've lived right life properly. You got a lot of people that know, like, and trust you, if you're doing it right, uh, that makes you very valuable as a resource. Yeah. Is, I love how those dots connected. Your story is such a great example of what I really hope the vision is for a lot of the business building warriors in this community. People that listen to this podcast. And like, yeah, I'm just kind of selling random widgets to strangers and I'm making good money doing it. Like, no, you're doing more than that. You're building a skill set that makes you very valuable. If you're willing to have a few conversations with some of these brands, maybe, you know, just look at the ones that are selling the fastest, for you? Have you reached out to them? Like, Hey, I'm selling a lot of your product. I wouldn't mind having a conversation. You ever thought about an exclusive agreement or maybe picking up your own Amazon account, talk about multiple streams of income. You know, now you've got your own Amazon account and they've got an Amazon account and you're getting a percentage of it. You're diversified now, multiple streams, right? And it's just a matter of conversations. Sometimes they say no, sometimes they say no for a while and then they say yes.
1: That's a huge one, Jim. I mean, the, the say no for a while and then say yes, I've got Our, our best account today took, I think I sold probably at least two years. I was selling this product, had a decent relationship with the owner and I don't know what, what prompted it, but I started talking to her about this idea of exclusivity. She's like, she said, Paul, there's another company that really wants the same thing. We keep talking about this. And, uh, and she goes, you know, I really don't like them though. They're pushy. They're rude. They're Mm. not kind. Mm. Um, she's like, I think I'm going to go with you. All because I was like, I had this open hand with it. Hey, look, if you want to do business with me, great. Because I understand that business is everywhere. Like if you say no, there's a yes down the street somewhere. I just got to keep looking. I just got to keep flipping over. That was the analogy I was used. I'm going to flip over every rock and just keep going. And just yeah, keep it costs over.
0: you nothing to do it. No. Yeah. No. Learning to embrace the word no and move on. That's a basic life skill that, you know, every kid needs to have, you know, I, I think every kid should run a lemonade stand at some point and watch cars just drive by and people ignore them. And then that occasional nice person stops and pays them twice as what they should have is that, that welcome to the real world. You know, you got to have a little bit of a backbone, be willing to engage, look people in the eye, have a conversation, hear the word no, and still be friends. And I think
1: when you hear that. When you hear the word "no," and then you can go and talk to somebody else that you trust and confidence, and say, "Hey, I'm wrestling with this. I keep getting denied. Why?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's talk about it. You know, like. But being like when somebody's in so much shame and guilt and so oh, like, "I'm not good at this," I'm a lot, you know, like, and and they just stay in the, in the turtle shell and never actually talk about it. What's crazy? I just talked to a friend at, at church, and she's like, "You know, I tried doing this Amazon thing, and this was totally unrelated to to." Your community, but she had um, private label product that she did literally every step for. Got the product listing made, the, the products and, in her house. It sat for two years because that last part of shipping the product in, she was so nervous about the people not not liking the product and it not selling that it just sat like that paralysis just made her sit with that for two years. And so she she's telling me this beauty. and I'm like,
0: she tied yeah. her identity to that product. She, yeah. she got emotionally attached to that product. That's so such a dangerous place to be.
1: And so I said, I will come over. All you got to do is just make a pot of coffee. I will come over and I will help you do this. And so I went over to her house. I brought my daughters over and uh, they, she's got, you know, they go to our church and so their kids just played. And now her product's launched, you know, and and now it's 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 out there. So all the hard work was done. It was just like, we hit, in, in 30 minutes, we hit seven brick walls. Well, what do I do here? What do I do here? What, and I said, hold on, uh, you know, got to open this case. We got to do this thing. And that's the, I think what separates the men from the boys, so to speak, mm-hmm. not trying to be specific about that, but like the thing where not taking no for an answer, it's like, oh, well, Amazon said they can't push this image through on the listing.
0: I guess uh, we're not going to try.
1: Okay. Oh, Right. I guess
0: right. no the warriors versus the cowards. They're both contagious, by the way, as a leader. I've noticed. Cowardice is very contagious. And as is that warrior conquering spirit. <laughs> like, hey, brick wall, we got some choices here. Through it, over it, under it, around it. We do not have the option just to sit and stare at it, however. <laughs> right? Like yeah. that's the difference. Well, warriors and cowards.
1: And being in this space for so long, I can't tell you how many people I've seen drop off. Because they're like, ah, Amazon raised their FBA fees again, I'm out. Yeah, ah, Amazon did this again, I'm out. It's like, yeah. it's their sandbox. You just have to learn to adapt. And that's where I think I have a lot of value to this corporation is I'm a speedboat in a cruise ship environment. Like, I know how to turn on a dime. And that in the corporation world, corporate world, that is lost. Yeah. Like, being able to move quickly. I mean, that's why companies like Death Wish Coffee are so successful. Yeah, You know, because they just, they can turn on a dime. And they've yeah. had some pretty cool things happen to their company.
0: Yeah. Exactly. You know, I was just texting but, Mike yesterday. We're due to talk. so like cool. At some point. Yeah. Oh, incredible man. success story from this community. They're in 40,000 stores now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and and what's awesome about them is they went Ecom to brick and mortar. Yes. Like that, that is not normal. They don't teach like, that. We're starting to see that more. There's now. no
0: university that teaches that. Right. But this is the way the world works now. Yeah. The most... Social media influential coffee brand in the world. Last I checked, they were a top 10 grocery item on Amazon last year. I don't know what, how oh, yeah. they did. Yeah, just incredible. And it just emerged out of this community, kind of doing things in reverse, you know, going after the community. Yeah, well, and I think, Jim,
1: it's not going to be reversed for so long. I really think that's going to be the norm. Like you build, yeah, you build the story on Amazon. Hey, look, we got 30,000 five star reviews. You know, this is our sales data. We have all the line of sight data to present to a brick and mortar retail chain. Go, mm-hmm. if you want to send a thousand stores, like imagine how much more your sales are going to go up. Look at our Amazon sales. And this is only, let's call it 15% of the market. Yeah. Like you've got the other 85, you know? And so I think we're going to start seeing that a lot more versus the other way around where these brick and mortar retail brands are now having to deal with e-commerce. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause right now it's anybody's game. Anybody can go into any category and win. It's just who really wants it the most has the story to tell.
0: The, the playing field has been leveled for sure, and there's no one out there with the magic formula. I, th- I think your secret, the secret sauce is community. Always be learning. Realize you're on a leadership journey. Always be having conversations, building your network of people that you know, like, and trust. You know, taking little risks testing out new ideas constantly. If, you're, if your mindset allows you to do those things, you're unstoppable. Hey, we'll get back to the program in just a second, but I've got to tell you about the great sponsor today, Seller Board. Get over to silentgem.com slash numbers. Spell it out, silentgem.com slash N-U-M-B-E-R-S, numbers. You're going to see a link to the tool that has become quickly the preferred tool in our community for helping you track your numbers, helping you know which of your ASINs are making a profit and which ones you should walk away from, at least temporarily, because you're not making any money. It can be fairly tricky to know and dial in all the Amazon fees and all the expenses. Well, that's what Sellerboard helps you do, among a whole bunch of other things. It's a great tool that's become a great sponsor of this community. We've helped send a lot of very happy users their way. They've got a great discount for you as well get over to silentgym.com slash numbers and check out Sellerboard. You're gonna love what these guys are up to. It just keeps getting better and better and their starting prices are so ridiculously low. It becomes a bit of a no-brainer. Go check it out. That's Sellerboard at silentgym.com slash numbers. Let's get back to the show. The secret sauce is community, always be learning, realize you're on a leadership journey, always be having conversations, building your network of people that you know, like, and trust, you know, taking little risks testing out new ideas constantly. If if your mindset allows you to do those things, you're unstoppable. Having a college degree, I was just having this conversation a couple days ago with somebody and I'd say, you know, I've worked with and hired easily 300 people in 20 years. And in the last 18 years, one of the red flags that instantly eliminates you from potential of working with me in any close fashion, you're going to have to really you're going to have to really earn my trust if you happen to drop the fact that oh, I went to this college and I got these grades. I'm like, you don't get it, dude. <laughs> you do not get it. That does not God. matter to anyone at all in this new emerging arena. No one cares. It's you know,
1: No, they care about your experience. They, experience, they want to know your
0: results. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. So I'll talk a little bit about some numbers. Um, what was, I was actually just looking, I got to look at budgets now. Let's just look at budget. and love it. And so uh, we're up 130% what they budgeted, you know? And it's like, well, now we got eyes and ears on it. We got people that, you know, that were able to focus on this and grow it, you know? And so today I get to work on the business most of the time. Like my best skill set is not smashing the keyboard anymore and changing listings. Like we've got agencies doing that. We've got other people doing that. We've farmed that out. And like the whole thing's farmed out to where now I get to Swing really big bats and go, well, if we do this thing, that's going to lift our sales a million dollars. If we do this thing, that's going to, you know. And one of the things I've always said in my journey is it's just another zero. And it sounds silly, but like it started out with $10,000 and then it was a hundred thousand and then it was a million. And the way that I've always looked at this whole journey, it's just another zero. It's the same skill set that I had when I was yeah. making 10. Yeah. It's just a different level. And, and a little bit of a different mindset and, and understanding. And so, you know, I've got some pretty big goals for, for this company, you know, like now I'm no longer making money for me, I'm making money for somebody else. That was a little bit of a shift. It's a paycheck,
0: um, yeah, instead of a, a bank account balance that you manage, yeah.
1: Yeah, but there's a lot of value in in working with others, like a huge win for my employees at the prep center. You know, when, when you're a small business, like giving people matching 401ks and all that kind of stuff, the fancy things, I could never do that financially. It didn't make any sense. Well, now because I sold, they get all that really cool stuff. Like their life went up immediately just by the acquisition of the People sale. who
0: work for you. Yeah, they gotta be thrilled. Yeah, great point.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's cool to share and in, in building something that's way bigger than me. You know, of course I'm focused on my family and living the lifestyle that we want to lead clearly, as I shared earlier, that's not always the best scenario of just having no accountability and do what I want when I want. Like that lifestyle for me ended in ruins, you know, like today I have that with boundaries and guardrails. Right. right? I've got people in my life that they're going to call me or they're going to call somebody and say, Hey, Paul, you're getting a little off, off the rocker here, come back to home base. And I, i for me, I really need that because the money is great. But if I sacrifice everything in the process because of it, is it really that great? You yeah. know, and, and I've seen way too many families get divorced in the process or broken up because of, oh we're after this lifestyle or whatever. And it's like, I've got a buddy of mine going through it right now. It's like, yeah, it's miserable. It's so hard. And so when you talk about being a warrior in business. I think being a warrior, like I have to fight really hard to keep my family together. I have yeah. to do certain that's things. That's our first
0: obligations, yeah, as yeah. as men. man, it's, we, we answer to God first, my walk with him. If that's out of line, I can never yep. be the spouse I need to be. And if I'm not being the spouse I need to be, I can never be the parent I need to be. And until I'm being the follower of God and the spouse and the, the parent that I need to be, I can never actually thrive out there in the real world with a business. It'll be meaningful if I do. A Meaningless, I should say, if I do. Like it, It's just right. worth
1: it. The rocks in the jar you now, too. Yeah. if you
0: if, big rocks first, man. That's right,
1: big rocks first. And and oftentimes, I know for me, I can I can wake up and put that small rock first, mm-hmm. and and I'll it'll like noon will hit and I will go oh no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need to I need to I need to make a phone call. I need to stop and read. I need to I need to yeah. pause and reflect and journal. I need to do something and realign with God before you know. And and look, sometimes the days do go haywire. But then I get to restart again tomorrow.
0: And, yeah,
1: And just like we've been talking about this whole time, these these building blocks, it's like, man, I've got people in my life that I know they love me. And I think the biggest thing for me is that I love me. Like that was something I didn't get as a kid. And when it wasn't modeled. And now today I can say, God loves me. I love me. And I can love my kids. And I can love my wife. And not in the way where, where kids go, oh, dad loved us in his own way. Which isn't? I might be hit, striking some chords here. That's no. you know,
0: dad like, to dad. I know exactly what you're saying. You know,
1: you know, it's like no. Did did I love them the way that they wanted to be loved? You know, one of the things that I try and do today, and I can end with this, is as I'll go up to my my kids and my wife and say, "Did I tell you that I'm so glad you're my daughter today? Did I tell you that I'm so glad you're my wife today?" And and it's funny if I don't say it. They'll come to me and say, Daddy, you didn't tell me that you're so glad you're my daughter today. And it's like, man, that that is a gift that I almost missed out on because of my alcoholism, because of my yeah, my struggles. And yeah. it's like, and so today, one day at a time, if I do certain things, I can have success at home, success in business and, and all that. And, and look, the way that I also see it too is all of the material stuff could blow up tomorrow.
0: Right.
1: And I will still be okay.
0: Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. All the things that really matter. Yeah. Yeah. And getting to do life, man, I, I just I cannot express the level of gratitude that I have. How much easier it is to be the kind of man you just described. If you get to do it from home, right? Like logistically, it gets hard. You're putting in, and God bless you, man, if this is you, but you're putting in 60, 70 hours a week just to, you know, make things happen for your family. And like you're on the road and you're hitting it and you're doing it like God bless you, Dad. Smart. Do what you got to do to provide for your family. But wow, getting to be home and having that office door open, and your little kid walking in, and having those moments throughout the day, and being interruptible in the yeah. middle of your work, and experiencing that's now possible. Take that. Take a hold of that gift that's, that that uh, e commerce allows you to have, man. And and uh, you. And man, it's not
1: a, easy. I, no, I think not. what what I think what a lot of people we definitely had to make some, some really pointed sacrifices and decisions. Yeah. Uh, Like for the first year of my Amazon business, we said, we're not drawing a dime. I started with $300. (laughs) So like, I didn't have this big nest egg to start with. I started with $300 and built it up. And so, but it was this like, okay, well, how can we personally do this? So we like, where can we live a little skinnier here Mm -hmm. to, you know, have these dreams that we want down the road. And when I say down the road, like for us, it wasn't a matter of like, oh, it took ten years. No, it took like two to get to where we wanted to to go. That's a really short time. I'm 35. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I sold companies. I'm in a position where I didn't think I was going to get to until I was 65. Right. You know, and and that's not because I went to the Ivy League college. I already said my story there. Like it's not it's not about the the smarts. It's about all these things we've been talking about, this thing, working through this stuff and. And I think the humility part of going, you know what, I need help. The moment that I think I don't need help is when I'm in trouble.
0: Oh, for sure. At the moment where you think you're the smartest guy in the room, you've been hanging on the wrong room, dude. It's time to
1: to find a new room.
0: Exactly. That's right. right.
1: Yeah. So, man, thank you so much for having me on. I don't know if there's much else you want to.
0: Chat about oh, it this has been tremendous. It gone it went a little longer. I might make this a two-parter than than an average episode, but you had a lot to unpack. And there are so many nuggets. I would think if if I went back through and, and marked it this podcast up, there's about 12 things that I could go on a one hour rant and just unpack and enjoy this the the there's a pattern here. And if 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 there's anything that I kind of bring to the industry that I couldn't have brought 10 years ago. It's this, man, there are some undeniable patterns playing out over and over and over in the lives of the people that make it. When I say make it, I'm not talking about putting money in the bank. That's part of it. I'm talking about their relationships, their important relationships are intact. They're making good decisions. They haven't fallen off the, you know, they've stayed within the guardrails on all these important areas of life. What do these people have in common? There's a theme here, and I'm not going to go through the list right now. But this is one of those episodes where you kind of listen to it again, maybe. And I think people are like, okay, yeah, there there are patterns here. I, I love that we have hundreds of episodes with our successful students. And, you know, I'll, I will point this out. None of them have Forrest Gumped their way into a beautiful situation. Remember that movie where he's just like, then one day I started playing ping pong and then I became the right. best in the world. And then I started a <laughs> company and it sold millions. And like, no, it was intentional. It was sacrifice work, mistakes relationships contacts commitment to a process self improvement working on their leadership ability getting themselves healthier right i see so often you know, like they're out of shape kind of a little unhealthy i've always wanted to kind of you know get myself back in shape that's part of their business journey it's like becoming a better person in all those important areas of life that's the theme man faith family Friendships, fitness, finance, as Rabbi Daniel Lappin always talks about, they all kind of rise at the same time. And if any of them starts to fall, they all kind of fall at the same time, right? So great lessons today. Time well spent. I feel very encouraged. And uh, I you think too. the listeners today are like, wow, this is a little different. Well, a lot of our episodes are a little different.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't, I don't thank you personally, Jim, for, you know, at, at some point you said, I'm going to go build this econ community. To share with others what I've started. And if you would have never done that, I wouldn't be sitting in the seat and a lot of other people would sit in seat today. Mm, thank you, you know, for that. And and that's that's um you know I would say that's God doing for us what we can't do for ourselves.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause at no point did I set out to say, hey, I want to make this thing huge. I'm just I want to surround myself with good people who are doing it right that I can trust and lean on and we'll do fun things together. And and it just continues to grow. Uh, I I try to protect the culture of abundance. I try to stamp out cowardice and scarcity mindset and challenge people who get stuck in those arenas and bring them over into the abundance mindset. That's really the role that I play around here, I think, as a, you know, on the leadership team is doing my best to keep us there. And, And this is what's, this is what's resulted. A community that we can yeah. all kind of lean on and benefit from. And love your story, man. Can't wait to see what happens next. And who knows what that'll look like. But super proud of you uh, for what you've accomplished. And thank you for all you've poured back into this community as well. You've served with excellence for many years, you know, teaching us what you know. Uh, so many more of those projects to come, I'm sure, as well.
1: Yeah. Awesome, show. Thank you so much.
0: All right. Thank you, Paul. Well, let me just talk to the listeners here as we wrap this one up. We've been hanging out today with my good buddy, Paul Flochet, who's been in the community for a long time. Great story. A lot of the parts I didn't know. So I learned a lot about him as well today. But if you want to hear dozens, actually we've got hundreds at this point of stories, true stories of people from our community, how they discovered e-commerce, how they put the proven Amazon course strategies into play in their lives, maybe some coaching. We've got a bunch of them at this point. Just scroll back through... The archive, silentgym.com has all those stories. We'd love to have you kind of scroll back and check them out. If you've got a great story that you want to share of your journey through our resources and content in this community, man, we'd love for you to step up. Quite often, that next step of leadership is using your mouth, sharing your story, getting it out there, and you'll be amazed the people that will approach you and contact you and want to work with you. We'd love to help make that happen in your life, your story, if you've been around a while. So, God bless all the business building warriors. Thanks for hanging out with us today. It's been a pleasure spending some time with you. Paul, one last time, buddy. Let's stay in a little better contact, man. It's been too long since we chatted. Love your story. Good to see you, man. All right. Well, let's wrap this one up. We'll have another great episode for you very soon. Hey, one last thing before I let you go today. A little reminder today's sponsor was Sellerboard. They are a tremendous partner of this community. They've been supporting hundreds of users who listen to this show, who are thrilled with the service they're providing from a simple tool that helps you know if you're profitable or not in your Amazon business, which of your ASINs are winning, making you money, which ones are losing, costing you some money that need to be cut out. It would be so helpful to know, wouldn't it? Well, that's what Sellerboard does. It's very simple to set up, low costs to get started. They've got a special offer for our community, and you can check it out at silentgym.com slash numbers. Go check them out. Thanks, Solarboard. Board. Hey, we'll have another great episode for you very soon. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook
1: group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.